0: grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome to the podcast. If it's your first time that you're joining us, a very, very warm welcome. If you are one of the regular listeners of the podcast, again, very warm welcome to you. As you know, on the Leader, Manager, Coach, we discuss all things about leadership, many things about management and we have a strong bias towards towards the niche of coaching particularly in sport and particularly in football and today i want to talk about three or four things and three or four things that have come up as they always do in in the work that i'm involved in this week and I've come up in terms of some learnings that have become apparent now uh, a couple of years ago probably like many people I was inspired and I was brought to the teachings of a gentleman called Jordan Peterson and Jordan Peterson is somebody who pretty much shot to fame over a, a relatively short period of time or so it seems. Uh, essentially behind Jordan's seemingly meteoric rise to social media fame was uh, many many decades of, of work and study and deep deep endeavor into his own arena and through essentially a courageous act and an act that he could not not do Jordan Peterson. that was the seemingly the catalyst that, that shot Jordan to fame. And the reason I talk about it is because I occasionally dip back into Jordan Peterson's work. I find him very, very inspiring, uh, a mind that is really, really in tune with what it takes and again it's only my opinion what it takes to to carve out a a meaningful success in life and I find him extremely powerful and extremely rational and an extremely wise man and if you have a little look into what's behind Jordan Peterson's thought processes, you will see the almost phenomenal depth of of work and wisdom that he has had to do or he has done to to create his his status of where he is um, from a mental and a psychological point of view. And one of the things he talked about on a short video is there are many, many, many videos available of Jordan, and he's got a, a phenomenal website and a, a an amazing YouTube channel. And I'm just sharing something that may, may resonate with you. He talks, he talks a lot, and it's a key fundamental of his work. He talks a lot, and he did specifically on this video, about the hierarchy of competencies. And this links to Jordan's work in terms of one of the main strands of, of what he talks about is his fight to recognize that hierarchies of competence are not the devil that the modern world seems to think they are. And what a hierarchy of competence actually is, is nothing more than the natural competition that human beings seem to engage in as a matter of natural course and the reward system that emanates from that that again exists as a natural course and a natural consequence of this natural process of competition and the evolution therefore of these hierarchies of competence. Now, we live in a world whereby there are hierarchies, and there are hierarchies of competence. And he puts it so simply, and he says, well, if you think there is something wrong with hierarchies of competence that, that many people do, and the reason many people do is because they're in the current age, and the, 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 the years that are, uh, you know, probably the last... I don't know, 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, maybe longer than that. Or maybe it's been going on for many, many millennia. He, th- there's this drive to equalise everything and make everything like a, 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 an, a, an age of equality. And what, what Peterson re- really hammers home and I'm, I get this and I'm sure, I hope you get it, and I'm sure it, it seems to make sense, is there is every reason, there's absolutely every reason to work as hard as we possibly can and do everything we possibly can to make sure that, that there is an equality of opportunity for all. But what seems to have happened and what Jordan highlights is that this endeavor, this drive to create equality has gone beyond creating an opportunity, an equality of opportunity, to trying to create an equality of outcome for everybody. So essentially, hierarchies are wrong and hierarchies should not exist. And let's give you an example of that. Let's look at education, something as simple and and as fundamental as education and it might be education in your niche, it might be education in terms of your child or it might be your own education or it might be education in terms of your sport. So should it not be the case and is it not a a noble challenge and a noble journey to set out and help and assist and to promote equality of opportunity, so that every child, every person, and every individual gets access, equal opportunity to access the educational experience and the educational knowledge that they desire. Now that is a, a, maybe is a utopian state, but it seems to me, and I don't know what you think, and I'd be interested to know what you do think, that that's a, a grand vision to, to aim for, so that everybody has got an opportunity, the opportunity, and a similar opportunity to access the things they need, the knowledge, the tools, so that they can then do what they will with the, that knowledge and with those tools to do what they want to do. Now, I think that's a that's a really great, really grand vision. What Peterson talks about is this drive to equalize outcomes. And I've talked about this before, and Jordan talks about it in another way. Jordan talked about it, he said, okay, let's just put put a situation whereby a loved one in your family, a loved one in your family is suddenly diagnosed with a very serious health condition let's just pull something out of the air and talk about a brain tumour. And it turns out that the, the best medical advice is that this status, this, this tumour, requires surgery. And it needs doing it very, very quickly to maximise the outcome. And it needs, obviously a level of of input in terms of the surgery of the highest order. Now, would you like to be in a situation where you have the opportunity to take a choice and find the best, the most experienced, the most skilled, the, the one, the man or woman who's come out with the best results from their life in neurosurgery? Or would you like to be in a situation whereby you have a choice of a a number of brain surgeons who have all been passed by a a board of of educators, if you like, or judges, but they are all considered to be a similar standard and you are not allowed to see results. You are not, not allowed to see the, the wages that people achieve or, or the status that they achieve because that kind of thing has been, has been watered down, has been nullified, has been taken away because outcomes are not considered positive because it makes some people look inferior to others. Which situation would you rather have? Would you rather have the opportunity to go to the very best person, have the opportunity, if necessary, to pay that best person, or at least access them, for the good of your loved one? Of course you would. We all would. It is an absolute given that that's what we would like to do. And that's what hierarchies of competence enable us to do. They give people self-esteem. They give people goals to aspire to. They give people mentors. They give people reasons. They they give people the opportunity to improve, to go and and self-analyse and study and look back and think, yes, you know, this is something that I can work on and I can make, at this point in time, my life's journey and that is what hierarchies of opportunity do and if you're just thinking that the the tone of this podcast has changed it has because i am in my blessed state of being in in bangladesh i um, i often record the podcast outside and yes just uh, just as i was in the process it has started to rain so i've come inside and maybe the uh the atmosphere is not quite the same but let's continue with the podcast okay so that's that's what hierarchies of opportunity that's what hierarchies of competence do and in in the niche that i'm involved in which is elite football um, the highest practical coaching award was known as the advanced uefa coaching license And this was a prestigious award which only a very few people had. People who worked long and and hard and, and had an extremely high knowledge of the game, had a great deal of understanding and were able to put that into practice in quite testing environments. And unless you were on your game unless you had a solid ability, unless you had practiced and had a number of key skills, like organization, like the ability to manage groups of people, like the ability to see certain pictures when there are hundreds and thousands of things occurring at the same time, and being able to focus on those certain things and then with a minimal amount of intervention make key changes to an outcome on a on a on a scale or on a, on a on a plateau where there are many things going on at the same time and it it's a very a very complex area and it's something that that you never fully master and the people who achieve achieved that award were considered to be people who were very competent at what they did and as with many things and i'll stand out and put myself on the line with this and stick my head up above the parapet the organization and the organizations without naming them specifically who administer and create and award these these competencies appear to have changed their tack. And they appear to have changed their tack by watering down the, number one, the eligibility to actually attend those awards. They appear to have changed their tack by allowing people to attend and actually get on the courses who before and years ago would not have been allowed to take the course because they had not achieved the requisite amount of experience or the requisite amount or the requisite standard in order to access that. And it appears that the methodology of assessing those people's competencies has also been watered down. I can remember, and I I have personal experience of being staff member and student on this type of educational program and i can remember out of 20 plus candidates on courses only three or four out of the cohort achieving the required standard so 18 19 17 did not achieve the standard and were asked to come back now it appears that the process of establishing the competency to be awarded the certificate has completely changed. And the environment where you were put under pressure, where you were severely tested, where it was a, a, an acutely created environment where you had to show your, your competence is no longer at that level. Now, that is just an example of, in my opinion, and it is my opinion, of a watering down of a hierarchy of competence, because now there are so many more people who on paper appear to be at the same level, because the level of entry has been equalized, or much more equalized. And that is an outcome. That is not an opportunity, okay? And, and, and it's, it's same to, as, uh, very similar to what Jordan Peterson talks about. And I think we need to really establish where we stand on hierarchies of competence. Because as Jordan Peterson points out, do, we want, do you want somebody who is highly skilled, who is highly competent, who has developed leadership skills, who has developed, developed over many years an unbelievable depth of knowledge, who has got experience in, in many facets of the niche area that you're involved in, do you want that person to be the person that you can go to to lead your organization or to be your mentor? Or do you want to be amongst many people who are considered to be all the same and, and have the, all, all have an input into how things are run? Because believe you me, you will get outcomes watered down when you have inferior minds and inferior levels of experience all contributing towards key decisions. And these hierarchies of competence are not something that have just uh, are just bad things that have been created as Jordan Peterson points out these things have evolved over many many hundreds and thousands of years and therefore that fact needs to be taken into consideration before we make decisions to decide that this situation is not a good situation. So that's my little bit about hierarchies of competence. And how does that relate to leader, manager, coach? What it relates to is this, is that look, there is absolutely nothing wrong and there is everything right in you trying to be the best you can possibly be. Because people will beat a path to your door. People will do anything they can to access you and you will put yourself in a bracket and in a niche and on a plateau that only a few people are on if you are prepared to do the work to do the grind to do the day in the day out the study the days the hard yards the the preparation the, the the reviews the late nights the early mornings the 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 daily rituals that it takes that is the focus of your purposeful practice in your area because you cannot fail to become good you cannot fail to improve and you cannot fail to become amongst the best at what you do if you are prepared to do this kind of thing on a regular daily basis over a number of years and and this this was brought to my attention when I thought about wow when I was a kid my my parents and my grandparents and how many of you can relate to this oh I I won't be in um, tonight mum, after school because I'm going to football practice or dad can you pick me up later from school because I'm going to netball practice or on Saturdays I go to hockey practice and how many times now do we hear people say oh it's football practice after school or it's netball practice or it's hockey practice or it's swimming practice it's not a phrase that I can honestly say I hear very much now it's all about oh after school it's football it's netball it's chess. It's, it's whatever it is. And maybe you think I'm just um, picking, picking little tiny things out that are, are of no relevance. Well, practice is where, if you understand the journey, if you understand completely and emotionally deep work, that Cal Newport talks about. And if you understand the mastery process that George Leonard bases his life on, and if you understand what Jordan Peterson is talking about when he talks about finding the meaning in what you do and doing it consistently and be prepared to do it and be prepared to do these fundamentals over decades, then the word practice is can could be considered to be your very best friend because having a focus on on perfecting your practice whatever your practice is whatever your niches whatever your bliss is because that's another important facet it has to be something that floats your boat that is your bliss that the thing that you love doing that makes you feel happy that you want to do that you feel your strengths contribute towards that you don't mind what other people think you don't care what other people think but this is what you enjoy doing it's what you you love and whether you get accolades and adulation is not important what is important is it has meaning for you because if you don't have that you won't stick at it but this practice word maybe our loss of the practice word in our vocabulary is indicative of the fact that we kind of move away from these from these hierarchies of competence because actually it's all about involvement it's all about not giving prizes out at school sports day in case anybody feels a little bit their egos are shattered or they feel like they are not part of the crowd it's all about not being allowed to give invites out to school friends to a a specific party in case anybody feels left out it's the things like where you're not allowed to have uh, kids in school bringing things in for a party in case anybody can't afford to bring them in etc etc and it shows people up and it makes them have a negative emotion so maybe the the loss of the word practice is linked to that and I think it's a great shame so my message in this is think about the word practice have the word practice in your vocabulary have it with your players have it with your athletes and have it with the people in your care in your jurisdiction who who rely on you for leadership and use the word practice and then you can ask them, have you practised today? What have you practised today? I don't know. Well, you need to find what it is you've practised because if you haven't got a goal to practise something, you won't have an outcome. How can you measure that outcome? How can you look to, w- to getting those incremental, little tiny 4% gains? Because if you read about how to really get purposeful practice, the latest science tells us that, and whether this is right or wrong, I don't know. I just know that this is, this, this is where we're kind of at, is that if you stretch yourselves and try and get a 20% increase, an in improvement on where you are now, you will suffer from extreme anxiety and we, will not feel that you're in the right place and, and fail. If you aim for exactly where you are now, you will feel uninspired and you will not achieve what you could achieve. But if you look to stretch yourself to that three to 5% area of improvement, and how you find that is obviously another question. But you will stimulate yourself, you will access the, all the amazing physiology and nervous system that you have that will lay down all those new pieces of myelin in your nervous system, in your brain, and create those new pathways and consolidate those new pathways so you develop that baseline that skill to move on from as the next plateau and if other people drop away and cannot find the fortitude to do those kind of things they will drop away and that's where hierarchies of competence why uh, exist and why they should be why they should be celebrated in my point of view because why should you or anybody else not be allowed to become the best person they can be the very best they can possibly be because somebody else cannot achieve that goal we cannot all be Lionel Messi we cannot all be Martina Navratilova you know we cannot all be the greatest politicians but we can be the very best that we can be in our own niche and that involves a hierarchy of competence so don't let anybody say that you shouldn't endeavor to be what you could possibly be, and make sure you have the word practice in your psyche, because you will need it to get to the place that you want to be. And I feel like it's been a little bit of a rant there on this podcast, but sometimes the inspiration to share some things has to be that deep and has to get to the point where where it inspires us to say something and stand up for what we believe in and make a point and establish what our own value system is and what our own beliefs are on a particular point point. and if we don't spend the time to think about that then we will uh, our thought processes and our values and our emotional response to things just get gets washed down and watered down and we do not get to the point where where we can say hey this is not acceptable, it's not the where I want to be, it's not the place that I I, I wish to be. This other road is the road that is my journey and and I think that this this is a very specific point that certainly resonated with me and I hope it's something that maybe resonates with you. So the message from today is, practice is great. Practice is where it's at when you're endeavouring to improve on whatever it is you're looking to do. And if it's not part of your vocabulary, it's probably not part of your psyche. And there's something that's probably slightly missing in terms of what your goals are in, 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 in what you're doing. And number two, don't let anybody tell you that being the very best that you can be is not great because it absolutely is great. And from that point, you can do more good, you can help more people than you ever will be able to do if you just have an equality of outcome and water down your own self because of the false uh, knowledge that everybody should be the same. Okay, that's it from this week from Leader, Manager, Coach. So encourage your athletes, your players, your people to be the very best they can be. Find their their great attributes and and, and encourage them and work on them and get them to be the best. And uh, let's just see what happens. All right, let me know what you think. www.robriles.co.uk, forward slash podcast or LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Share the good news and enjoy and profit. All right, great to chat. Catch you later. Bye-bye.